You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Seven in the morning, you're on Wake Up Tucson, 10.30. Good morning to you all. Coming off a very fun show yesterday, Filippo, Brother Joe. And then I, 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 you know, DeSimone needs a good laugh once in a while, right? We had a lot of good laughs yesterday. And then, of course, I never knew I was going to, I think I pulled a muscle <laughs> laughing about the mosaic development of the Kino South Park and uh, I guess the derision has been heard, and the guy who's on the video, who's the the big hullabaloo guy who who owns this company that's going to do this deal, all right, is coming on the show in studio to educate the radio barbarian. Awesome. So I'm glad he's having that conversation, but um, he's got He's got a heck of a task explaining, uh, saying publicly it's going to produce 46,000 regional jobs and have a $7 billion, that's a $350 billion economic impact every year for 20 years. You know, we've been looking for a tagline, a lot, lots of taglines, real taglines for this community, right? Because old Pueblo doesn't cut it anymore, right? We have our little sub-regions, Circle of Self-Righteousness, Pliskin Acres, Pablo Slovakia is so good. Right next to Kazakhstan, which is beautiful this time of year. Um, With rolling street battles, apparently, from yesterday. That's true. We had that, too. Not to jump ahead. Uh, but, I mean, we're the, I mean, if you really look at a lot of the things that have been presented out there over the last 14 years of doing this show, I mean, we're the, we're the over-promise, under-perform. I mean, I mean that's what we're good at. We do rollouts like you would never believe, and we underperform all the time. Tucson's going to be a fashion mecca. Remember that at one, Jewelry Rodolfo's. That's a great name. Tucson's going to be a fashion mecca. Yeah. Hey, Joey, I need you and Nikki Beans. I need you to talk to a couple of guys. So Joey Rodolfo, tell the story. Who's Joey Rodolfo for people who aren't in the know? He owns Wow Fashions, and he was going to move from Seattle to Tucson, and Rian Uevo trumpeted a $500,000 incentive, and that Tucson was now set to become the fashion center of the universe mm. because this one precipitating event would turn Tucson into a fashion mecca. And the building at one tool... <laughs> tool... <laughs> is, as far as I know, still empty. And as far as I know, the deal didn't go through. And Chuck I, didn't buy that for uh, so medical Rio supplies. So Rio rolls out all these press releases and gets all this coverage, and then nothing happens, and nobody says, hey, remember this press release you sent us you know, two years ago? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Are you, sorry, is it, are you doing the Fred Willard from Mighty Wind? Yes, sir. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> So let's do this. Give me a call, 790-2040. Uh, Kim from I Institute for Better Education is going to be here. And then we had to move Dr. Neal. He's doing tree surgery as our our forgers. He's, they, he's got some, some gi- gigs up in, uh, up in Flagstaff. He's sewing some trees. 
So um, he'll be back. Uh, his coming. S O W or S E W? Both. Ah, okay. both. He's sewing and sewing. But uh, he'll be on a week from tomorrow. And then, uh, but at 7.37 is Mayor Tom Murphy of Sarita. So we'll have uh, at, at least four emails from Noah during that interview. Okay. Which will be awesome. Now, uh, so let's under, over promise, over promise, I'm writing this down, underperform Hall of Fame for Tucson. So give me a call, 790-2040, or hit me at wakeuptucsoncomments at gmail.com. Joey Boots, Rodolfo. And again, I'm not pointing this back to, I, I know socially, I know Joey. So I'm not pointing this back to him, but this is just a Rio Nuevo, like big announcement, and then I'm with you. nothing. Uh, Chris Bianco. I don't think it's on Joey. Well, Chris Bianco. I definitely don't think it's Chris on Chris Bianco happened. And he just found that he couldn't fi- make any money in Tucson. Celebrity chef coming to Tucson a real, from another a, market. A real celebrity right. chef. No, I, that's my point. Not this other thing. A celebrity chef coming to Tucson from out of the market, um, which just we got it heralded last week. 2015 bond package. <laughs> well, it didn't really happen. Well, okay. yeah. I mean, like if the, the voters said no to Kino and the county built it anyway. How about that? Remember the And Q- now Kino the Q- has, a comp- has competition apparently. Uh-uh. <laughs> what's Kino's competition? <laughs> uh, the one you were just talking about. Uh, what's it's the all name it's it? all working together. Oh Par- no, not paradigm mosaic. No, mosaic, sorry, paradigm mosaic. mosaic. Ooh, and as I said that's, yesterday, that, that, that's a Freudian. And slip. as I said yesterday, and I'll say it today. As far as mosaic goes, private company, private money, good on them. All right, so this here's where the rubber meets the road on mosaic. Leasing the dirt from the county. Pima County has to have their hands in everything. What is with that? What's the deal with that? What's what's the deal <laughs> with government having their so hands on the scale? This is all they know, right? And what you know, and what who would invest in us without some sort of sweetener in the deal? Do 100% of your own money to do a sports complex on Kino and I-10, which has proven for 20 years to be a absolute black hole loser? I mean, again, that's, that's I mean, so, so uh, a friend of mine who does PR for Mosaic called me yesterday because she heard. All right. She heard the waves of derision. And um, we talked about this. And so. I said, is it going to be market rent? And she says, yes. And I go, well, let's just see what that, what market rent looks like for the dirt. So we got that going. Uh, under, over promise, underperformed. Here we go. I got one for you. The American Airlines, uh, American Airlines uh, direct flight from New York. Sure. That was a dog and a half. That was a horribly negotiated deal between the Tucson Chamber and American Airlines. And the Chamber hoodwinked everyone to put money in this, including Sharon Bronson and Chuck Huckleberry promising, uh, what was it, $75,000, $100,000 verbally. And then they had to, they gave them the money anyway at, without, without board approval. And then they voted for it to approve it on the back end. But that was a dog and a half. A lot right. of local businesses. Right. And instead of letting it 
Like, you know, because they put up money to make up the they losses. They even got local governments to put taxpayer money into that. Correct. So that's an under uh, over And then they had to kind of, uh, you know, do the little shimmy shake to make it look like they had not wait, uh, gambled taxpayer money on that one. The streetcar is an overpromise in the end. It just, it, if you say, well, it's so nice around there. There's a lot of empty spaces along that streetcar line, dude. It's not that great. I mean, uh, uh, Thunder Bacon, Lindy, he'll tell you that the foot traffic in front of his place, and he smack he was smack dab on fourth. He couldn't. He could, it didn't justify the rent because there was a lack of foot traffic. And that's he's right on the vaunted streetcar thing. Well, and that's the other argument, right? The, the quote unquote uh, gentrification impact, where everybody's rents along the line went up. Right. Correct. Um. Now, I, I want to say the Arizona Bowl is a over is an overpromise underperform. And um, um I think um uh, you know I, I Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of the if the I guess I have to realize what what's this what's the what's the what what does the Arizona Bowl think it's doing? Right? Is it just to raise money for charity? Then if they're doing that, then that's fine. Then they're 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 doing what they're supposed to. But usually you have bowls games to drive tourism and fill hotel rooms. And are we really doing that other than I mean don't worry, we got the teams and the bands, but is the amount of fans coming into town we know New Mexico State was a winner. So maybe the Arizona ball, I'm gonna put it towards a push, a slight push is what I would call it. I would never call it a success. But it's like a push. Let's call it a push for right now. Uh, well, let's go to break. Um, I do I do want to continue this. What is classic Tucson overpromise underperform? It's a no-jo jazz fr- uh, Tuesday. Almost, moved, almost put us all the way to Friday. Um, we talked soccer yesterday. Why not do jazz today? That's right off the bat. You're correct. We've got to get... Um, the teachers union boss uh, misspelling a tweet crying about Ron DeSantis. We'll talk about, uh, I guess, Donald Trump's team is trying to come up with more derisive nicknames of Ron DeSantis. I'm, I'm, I'm all for dump Trump. So uh, Donald dump, something like that. Um, oh, in the third hour, we're going to play about five and a half minutes of the Tucker Carlson about January 6th, talking about the police officer who lost his life, that this is why they called the word the deadly insurrection. And now we're seeing video of that police officer walking around the rotunda after he was supposedly killed. So we got that going for us. Matt has been looking at some of those. He has some questions about city of Tucson uh, agenda stuff. So we're going to answer agenda, that. The agenda. <laughs> no, don't say agenda. That's a problem. Uh, you can get you in trouble around here. Uh, New York kind of thing. All right. Uh, 617 in the morning. You're on Wake Up Tucson. 1030 The Voice. Local news and talk. Little Matt Methane. Matt Methaney. There you go. Thank you. Take a bow. I'm just going to shut up I'm taking a bow. Now. That's it. Ah, little Phineas Newborn Jr., Sugar Ray. Not that grumpy Sugar Ray pretending to be a judge down in Green Valley. (laughs) (sighs) 
guilty. <laughs> I feel like I should be <laughs> sipping on an old fashioned here. And this is nice. Yeah, what are we doing here? We should be <clears throat> looking at the sunrise, playing some jazz. Dr. Neil, um, who screwed us over by not showing up today. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> he wants rat salad by Jazz Sabbath. Woof. Yowza. Uh, so I found the picture of the uh, the press release of the uh, no, the New York nonstop to New York, and it's got it's like what was that Billy Ossenmacher, Ross Child, Sharon Bronson, Mike Varney, and I don't reckon I think I think it's the back of Brent Durad's head there. Remember they all held their apples for New York. And they blew th- they blew through that money faster than you would ever believe. So, um, again, we're the city that we overpromise and underperform, and we can just we can just keep going on this because oh, worldview, right? That's a, that's a, that's an overpromise, right? Show me the tourists, right? Where are the tourists? So, worldview is another one. The um. Do you see tourists? Show me the tourists. <laughs> Again, a lot of this stuff that as we move through here, um, that's where we're going to get. So definitely give me, give me, uh, give me over, over promise, underperform. The for biggest Tucson. one for me, Formula One at the fairgrounds. Oh, oh, I forgot about there that. There could be Formula One. All we have to do is <laughs> knock over a couple of Saguaros. I remember. That's right. I forgot about. I remember Tom Moulton like quotes and all that jazz. And the newspaper just, oh, really? Pima County Sports and Tourism Authority. This was another one, all right? Pima County Sports and Tourism Authority. So remember, this was the one where they got seed money from Jerry Reinsdorf of the Chicago White Sox. Jerry Reinsdorf. Yes, the Jerry Reinsdorf. So what happened was once the Diamondbacks got sick of Tucson... Right, and they were they did their deal with the Salt River community to do that whole thing with all those fields across from the hotel, and just made too much sense, right? Then the White Sox were like, "Why the hell are we here?" Right, and the Rockies were pulling out too because the Rockies were part of the D- the D backs deal. So to break the lease and get out of Tucson, he he had the he stroked a check. To Pima County, at least a few mil, at least, and they created this thing called the Sports and Tourism Authority. And you know they were friends of the show on that thing. Um, Tom Tracy, uh, Urseg might have been on there. Maybe Ackerley. Um, it was a bigger community. Fader had to be on there, right? And they made the mistake of hiring that loser, Mike Holmes, who just turned out to be a train wreck. Then he went on to uh, work with him and Kerry Sylvan, try to imagine a greater Tucson. Oh, sorry, imagine greater Tucson. That's another overpromise. So Mike Holmes is on two losers, imagine greater Tucson. And then remember, they, they uh, after imagine greater Tucson crapped out, they made Mike Holmes, uh, he got a job... Uh, Working for Tom Moulton on sport uh, uh, under the tourism thing, where he basically spent time. He ran for city, uh, a state legislature, and he spent time at his county job uh, complaining about Republicans and Allie Miller on his Facebook page during work hours. 
That's what I remember. That. So anyway, the Sports and Tourism Authority was, what are we going to do to replace the loss of the revenue of minor league baseball? Uh, excuse me, spring training baseball. And we heard all those things. We're going to do youth sports and blah, blah, blah. And in the end, the guy who, the guy, the only guy that you don't, he's been on the show before over the years, but the guy that you don't know who actually did some sort of real job at replacing that was a guy named Jim Tiggis. And Jim does something called the Tucson Invitational Games. And you guys don't know about it because they don't really invite the public, but the Tucson Invitational Games is uh, Jim was inviting um, a variety of baseball and softball teams. That's where it started from all over the country, especially cold weather climbs. And they could be D, usually like D2, D3 kind of schools. And they would come to Tucson early to do a spring training. So when they went back to Ohio and it was still snowing on them, at least they got some work and some games under their belt. But to be part of the team, they would come to Tucson for, I don't know, 7 to 14 days. So there'd be those days where you're driving past Keno and you're like, there's these baseball games going on on March 3rd on a Tuesday. Like, well, what the hell's that? Most likely it's Jim Tiggis, who is this thing called a capitalist making it happen. The, the, the same thing that Bernie Sanders was in town decrying, I believe. Of course. On a Sunday. Of course. So that Pima County Sports and Tourism Authority, press conference, newspaper articles, we've done it. Um, what was the other thing we've had here that's an overpromise? Um, do you remember when they had a big push that the arts was a huge um, ge- uh, revenue generator for Tucson? That's an, that, w- that was an underperform too in the end. All right. Now we have a probably better art scene than we should for the size of the town. Yeah. Got a great, I believe a right. great art scene here, but you know something? No one's coming in for our arts in no terms one. of generating. Yeah. Travel. No, no one's, we're not, we're not bringing in outside revenue because of the art scene in Tucson, Arizona. I don't even know how this Tucson jazz festival thing survives. And I'm a jazz guy. We're doing a whole jazz thing. But are they really filling all these concerts? I'd love to see their I'd love to see, you know, you get your report from your credit card company to see the tickets that are being bought, where what you know, how many out of market uh zip codes are buying tickets to the Tucson Jazz Festival. Love to know. I mean, we're jazzers. We're jazzed about it. We're jazzed. See what you did there. Yep. So Let's go to break. Our very good friend Kim from Institute for Better Education's here. It's uh, tax credit time, kids. It's time to it's time to get as uh, Al Gore says in South Park. It's time to get cereal here. Um, we're doing it up a little Thunder Soul. Get the Cashmere Stage Band into your playlist. They're fun, fun stuff. Kim from IBE coming up next, and then uh, Tom Murphy, Mayor of Sarita. In the second hour, wake up Tucson, 10 30 of the voice, local news and talk. Oh, look at you. Look at you, Matt Neely, jumping in with a little, the Jazz Crusaders here on a No Joe Jazz Tuesday. Now, if for some of the new listeners, why, would he, why do we say No Joe Jazz? My old co host, Joe Higgins, hated jazz. Mm. And so when he would go on vacation, we would say, Oh, Joe's not here. We get to play jazz, right? Because he would just whine. 
right? He would whine about jazz and Weird Al Yankovic as music. And uh, so uh, so even when we, we, we honor Joe's hate of jazz every time we have a jazz day by calling it a no-Joe jazz whatever day. So here we are. So one of our favorites, Kim from Institute for Better Education. How are you doing, young lady? I am doing fabulous and good morning to you. We were just talking about uh, coldest winter of our days ever in Tucson. Uh, in Tucson? Truly. We've had, <laughs> I live, where I live, we've had snow four times this winter. And that's just not, and I'm not like in Catalina or someplace else. I am on the in the West Mountains, but I'm, uh, West Hills, but right. I'm definitely... Uh, yeah, four times it snowed. Yeah, I mean, it's usually if we get one. Right. It's a magical it's, thing. You get out the cameras, you take the pictures, you post them all over the place. Now it's, all right, snow again. <laughs> now, I got brave yesterday. I went and I bought flowers for the backyard to start <laughs> planting my spring flowers. I feel like we had the snow, and I'm looking down. I, I don't think Phil Cedar's looking down at me from the Enchanted Garden. I don't think there's any more freezes coming up. So Chris got nutty yesterday. Okay. And bought, you know, I buy geraniums and stuff. The things that, that don't die as easily as other things. We do the same. <laughs> we do the same. Absolutely. Coleus, things like that, that dummies like me can't kill. So <laughs> we're trying to figure out. Uh, for the newbies, what is an Institute for Better Education? Absolutely. IBE. We are a nonprofit, ta nonprofit tax credit organization that gives Arizona taxpayers tax credits dollar for dollar to use against their Arizona state liability. And we turn those dollars into scholarships for children to attend a private school that best fits their needs. And now more than ever, our lower income families are in need. Absolutely. Right. So if you look at the way inflation is crushing the average family right now. Yes. And you say, oh, hey, you really you, you, you don't want to keep sending your kid to their D rated public school. And you want to look for an escape valve. Correct. And the kid's enjoying the escape valve of a private school. Mm -hmm. Or they're a special needs child. Or they're or, requesting it themselves. We've got kids saying, hey, I'm not feeling so safe at my school. I need to go to a school where I feel a better learning environment, shall we say, for them specifically. How long have you been doing this gig? I've been with IBE for over 10 years. So... When, did, did you hear the safety concern 10 years ago, or is it just something that's becoming more prevalent over the last five years? Oh, definitely over the last five years. Yeah. Definitely. No questions asked. Chris always talks about the failure of taking care of the hierarchy of needs, mm -hmm. uh, the Maslow hierarchy of needs of safety first, mm -hmm. right? Just in the general of Tucson policing and everything, right? Sure. But we're talking about the, the violating the first level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs of a 10-year-old who'd like to go to school. Exactly. And education ultimately is about the kids, right? So we want to make well, sure they feel... For some. Well, yes, for some. <laughs> but it should be. Kids in education, they go hand in hand. We need to put them first. Um, and private school is an option. But if you have any kind of an income challenge, it's not necessarily an option. And that's why we're here. We're here to pay for it. And more kids are asking for it. So we want to help. Well, and as we keep on talking about over the years... Uh, the two years of lockdown yes, really opened a lot of parents' eyes. Correct. Correct. They finally saw what their children were or were not learning, and they get a choice. That's what school choice is about, and quite frankly, it follows all the way through to the taxpayer. They have a choice, too. They get to say, I would like my state tax dollars to help children. They can help children specifically. They can recommend specific children with their tax credit donations. They can recommend specific private schools, or they just want to help. They don't know a child in school. They don't know a particular school they love. 
but they want it. They know that there are children out there that need the help. They say, hey, IBE, help with your general fund. We take care of it. I have a friend of mine who would, she'd keep her kid in the public school, even though it wasn't a great public school, but that was her son's social network. That's yes. where the friends were. But she goes, once they kept them out of class for a year and more than a year, it blew up his social circle, right? And there's only so much you can do online with your friends. That's true. And quite frankly, during those couple years, the private schools were getting it done. They they were in person. They were doing it uh, safely, legally. They were doing it. Kids were not getting sick. They did it. And kids were still being educated and with their fellow classmates. She said that it was interesting. So when they, they, they broached the subject before, he would say, hey, my buddies are here, blah, blah. But after about a year of lockdowns and not seeing his buddies, they that, that, that rhythm was broken by the school district. Sure. Right. True. And then when the conversation came, he was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of kids didn't make it back to school. And, and I don't know. I'm sure you know the statistics on the kids during the lockdowns. They got lost in the system. So, no, let's that's what that's why school choice is so important. I think so they said they couldn't find, was it 15,000 kids? It was. It was some, I don't know if that was just Tucson or the state. There was like 15,000 kids that the school districts didn't know where they were at. Exactly. And a lot of them landed in, of course, in homeschools or private school situations, for sure. Yeah. We can hope. But, um, and school is about, again, school choice is about the specific child. A public school setting might be absolutely ideal for certain kids, and it may not be. That's why we are here. We're here to make sure if tuition is involved with the child's perfect school, we want to pay for it. The, uh, so right now, if you're, uh, again... You guys are pretty good on this. We've been talking tax credits with IBE, GAP Ministries, Absolutely. all of our friends here. But again, remember, it's a dollar-for-dollar credit off of your state of Arizona tax bill. Exactly. Whatever your liability is, which is line 48 on your Arizona Form 140, you look at that and you say, all right, I can get tax credits up to that dollar amount and whatever our maximums are. For a married couple filing jointly, that's $2,483. For a single filer, that's half that. So depending on your liability, you can go all the way up to that with just our tax credit. And there's four others. Tax credits are amazing. You get a say. You have control. You have a lot of power over where your state tax dollars can do the most good. Now, you can direct the money towards a certain type of school, but not just directly for your own kids. Correct. Education. You cannot, exactly. You cannot, and the term is recommend. You cannot recommend your own child because there's already a child tax credit on your tax form. You're already getting that benefit. But anybody else in the state of Arizona who has a job can recommend a specific student other than the parents. Again, a specific private school or schools. Or again, just our need, our needy fund. Whatever, if you say, I want to make sure children who need to attend a private school that can't afford it are there, that's what that fund is for. So where do these good people go to find out more, as sure. we like to say? Of course, you can go to ibescholarships.org. That's our website. You can donate right through our website. Very intuitive donor portal we have there. Give us a call at 520-512-5438 or just stop by and see us. We're at North uh, Swan, 921 North Swan, right near Speedway. Come see us. We cannot wait to talk you through this, walk you through this. And if you have any other questions about whether donating or how to apply, I have a webinar going on on Thursday night at 6 o'clock. Just give me a call, uh, same number, or email me at Kim at ibescholarships.org. I'll send you the link and just register for it. It's kind of like tax credit 101. I spend the first part on the donor 
I talk about applicants. I talk about everything. But if you just want to figure out how to donate, it's a great place to learn. Email me, call me. I'll send you the link. If you can't make it, as long as you register, I'll still send you the webinar. Beautiful. Uh, on the corporate side, yes, that's another part of this, right? Yes. So there's a lot of money that's allocated in relation to tax credits for corporations. Yes, it is. So where are we, what's our status right now on that? So that opens up every year at the beginning of July, and it stays open for a year until the cap is met. The cap for this last July has not been met. There's still over a million dollars available if somebody's looking for a 2023 tax credit at the corporate level. That's for S-Corps, LLCs with an S-Election, C-Corps, or insurance companies that file taxes here in Arizona. And if they're ready to do it now, give us a call, let us know. Or if they want to wait till the July when it opens up again, that cap's going to be starting fresh at close to, I think, 150 some odd million dollars. Please let us know. Those funds go specifically for low-income families and children with special needs or foster care kids. So you're saying but this would not, if you did it now, it doesn't count for your 2022 cash. Correct. The only okay. time it would count for your 2022 is if your fiscal, if you're still in your 2022 fiscal year. Let's say it was July to June. Some C-Corps do that, not many, um, but typically right now it's 2023. That's the date of the receipt. That's your CPA can let you know. Say, hey, you're still okay for 2022. And that would be available if you're in that position. But for the most part, most of our businesses is the 2023 tax year. So you're if a parent or a grandparent listening to this show right now. Mm-hmm. And your kids currently or a kid you know is going to uh, private school or you want a kid to go to private school. There's There's two ways here, right? There's donating. Yep. Right, and helping kids get to these places so they don't have to suffer their mediocre school they're going to now. Sorry, that's life. Okay. Or it's the idea that your kid, you want your kid to go to a private school and you can't afford it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, both of those should get us a, get in contact with us about the webinar I've got on uh, Thursday. We have hundreds, well, I've had thousands of people register for our webinars. We, re- we actually do the webinars for the entire state of Arizona. So, and people need to understand that the 2022 taxes for their individual, individual taxes is still on the table till April 18th. It's just corporate that's 2023. Right now, 2022 taxes and 2023 are on the table for individual individual taxpayers and now's the time people we're getting flooded with it um which is a wonderful thing we know we can help more children is um i assume with what's the we are we're in a stalemate at the state legislature so right now i would say nothing none of this is changing anytime soon i would say we have two years of you know nothing exciting happening and nothing to being taken away we're kind of exactly um the legislature between be, with a legislature who loves school choice and a governor who does not, quite frankly. She does not. No, um, we're definitely in a stalemate, but for two years. So that means everybody in 2024, get ready to vote for your school choice candidates. Amen, sister. <laughs> All right. So ibescholarships.org. Correct. Kim at ibescholarships.org That's to me. get into your webinar. Yep. Just which get, is Wednesday. It is. It's actually Thursday. Thursday. Thursday at me. six o'clock. But again, if you just registered and can't make it, I'll send you the link. You can watch it at your convenience. And we still have people who only use phone numbers. The internet's still an evil thing. So what is the phone number? 520-512-5438. Awesome. All right, Kim. Keep up the good work as always. We love you guys. Thanks, Chris, so much. And uh, again, guys and girls, there's a way of being smart with your money here. And um, why not redirect your tax liability towards a good cause, whether it's working with IBE for, again, it's 2400 right, per couple? 2483 if that's your liability. Yeah, it's, a, yep. it's, it's the largest tax credit in the state of Arizona for individuals. Yep. So 
do it. As, as Schwarzenegger once said, do it. Do it now. <laughs> so ibescholarships.org. Keep up the good work. Talk Thanks, to you soon. Thanks, Chris. Take care. All right. That's Kim from IBE. Remember, we have Tom Murphy from the town of Saharita coming up in the second hour. And then on the third hour, we will play about a five-and-a-half-minute piece of Tucker Carlson showing the January 6th uh, f- footage where it shows the police officer who died alive after they say he was killed. It's like an AOC story. Yeah, one day we'll get to the shaman guy, where the shaman video guy, he's actually walking around with Capitol Police as if he's taking a nice tour and they're opening doors for him and leading him around. It's really weird. So, you're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice. It's the ooh-ooh bossa nova with Mill Jackson. Here we go. ESQ here, a reminder that uh, Wake Up Tucson's going to have a remote from Gap Ministries on April 4th from 6 to 9 a.m. And it's going to be at their Campus of Hope, 2025 West Highway Drive, 20 bucks for an amazing buffet. And uh, you can get your reservations right now. Thank you, Matthew. You're a good man. You're a good man. I looked into his eyes. I looked into his eyes. And I didn't put the uh, URL here, so I will look it up real quick. Wake up. Wake up. Dot. Dot. Gapmen.com. Wakeup.gapmen.com. 20 bucks, and you will get a brunch buffet that will knock your socks off. Look, I'm going to try not to do a crappy show that day. Okay. Well, that, try. That, that's my. You're just no guarantees. You're just going to try. That's, that's Chris's commitment to the Wakeys not to do a crappy show. Okay. But 20 bucks. Even if the show's lousy, you're going to get the greatest <laughs> brunch you've ever had. So think about it. If you went to uh, a chain breakfast place, like a place that's the international house of whatever. Okay. An omelet there is gotta be at least fourteen bucks. Easy. Coffee's three. So that's seventeen bucks. This is And you have any you don't even have a chance at a good show. Correct. I mean Well, I mean it matters, you know, what homeless druggie runs through the place, but <laughs> That's true. What's the deal? <laughs> as we like to say. Um, I will get, Matt, I want to get to, when we come back at the top of the hour, I will get to your uh, questions about the city council agenda. Because wow. there's some interesting stuff in there. And yeah. then, then this thing about the redo of First and Grant and all that jazz. We'll get to that too, because that's uh, muy interesante, as we like to say, here at the Wake Up Tucson show. Um, so... <laughs> Let's get to that amazing patriot, Mark Fincham. Um, <laughs> what did you say to me yesterday about Mark Fincham? You had a great line yesterday about Mark Fincham. Oh, here we are. <laughs> now, um, now, this quote that says, I'm Mark Fincham and the courts just created the fourth branch of government. Is that original work or is that from a... Uh, a Fincham thing. It was from the email. Oh, I think I was just... That was you. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I, you, you, you killed me. A throwaway line. Uh, the courts just created the fourth branch of government, the fraudicial branch. Ah! That was so good! <laughs> I need hey. you to send me your non-tax deductible contributions so I continue to fight the fraud with my special anti-fraud ray gun. This is not all... Any, any of this is true. Fight the... Fraud is prudence. <laughs> Donate today. 
<laughs> so the thing of it is, now we know why he's raising money for his legal defense fund, because he has to pay Adrian Fontes and uh, Katie, Katie Hobbs. He does. Legal defense. <laughs> now we know. <sighs> the frauds of March. That's going to be the Coming best up. one. That's on the 15th. Just a few days. Uh, the old, and then St. Frederick Day. That's going to be... They're going to be green with envy about the, green. the war that I've, I put... Uh, I'm going to wage on the fraudicial branch. The fraudicial branch. You get, you, now you get a ding. You get the... Well played, Eastside, Matt. Well played. Um, this is from uh, another story we have here. Arizona among states to surpass national average rate for violent crime. You know, I, I was trying to go through the Department of Justice website. It's Byzantine at its best. Big word like delicatessen. It is wow. I'm trying to find... You know, and even the report. So yes, they show the. I found the report that they're that that has the states. I get that. I want to see what makes up the states' crime. Because usually Tucson's a drag on all the positives, right? When it comes to employment, we blow it up for the state. When it comes to uh, economic uh, vitality from the state, we're the one always dragging the numbers down, right? Uh, how crappy are your state's roads? I mean, we're dragging that number down like you would never believe, right? So here's one where I know we're contributing to the higher crime, the violent crime. I would love to know where are we at in that, so it says um, three states have surpassed the national average of violent crime. Arizona, Colorado, and Washington. State of Washington. Washington? Seattle. Oh, Seattle, yeah. I'm thinking the rest of the state. Now, it's interesting. As I was looking through stuff, Seattle, now, Tucson would never do this. So you know how SALC has their dashboard for a variety of things? Right, map crime dashboard. They have a map crime dashboard in Seattle. Oh goodness, that's showing the. That's that. I bet Rahina would never want that. No. Imagine her going. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. You can see the Chadster walks comes, into her here office. Comes Carson doing art firm. No crime <laughs> dashboard. No. Hey, uh, Mrs. Mayor, uh, we got a great idea. It really would open up the dialogue between the community and the police department. We'd love to put a uh, a running total uh, dashboard of crime. Out. Out. I saw something really interesting in the Tucson Crime Free Coalition's newsletter this week. What's that, and you Matt may have Neely? Seen it. So Santa Monica, California, has a crime-free coalition, <laughs> and they're talking about uh, joining forces and creating some sort of a national network of people that are fed up with this nonsense. Yeah, I saw that. That was in their latest newsletter. Uh, it's 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 the first the first uh, thing is called "quote Tucson is not safe" unquote. <laughs> is the name of the newsletter. Um, so we talked about uh, TCF, uh, TCFC, Tucson Crime Free, and the Santa Monica Co Coalition find common interests on our discussing a national expansion. Yeah, Josh, get me, Kevin, get me a, get me a blurb on that, and we'll put it on the news. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's newsworthy. So I think that, that, that that's a good thing. So uh, back to the crime story, um, uh, each had a violent victimization rate higher than the average rate of 21.6 per thousand 
uh, people older than the age of 12. This is between 2017 and 2019. Um, what's interesting, I was reading about the Seattle crime free their their stats, and they they were talking about how while they expected like uh, like people like there's this perception that crime kind of went down during the pandemic. It didn't that didn't happen that way, and then post George Floyd, it actually got a lot of this got worse. Especially think about them with their chop zone and all that jazz. Sure. How could you say it went down during the pandemic? That's just a lie. So what I'd love to know is, we know the city of Phoenix has their own crime problem. They have their own chop zone going on themselves. Because the only people who didn't follow lockdowns are, I don't know, criminals. But start to interrupt. (laughs) Correct. Right. And again, and how many new little thugs did we create by locking them out of school and things like that, right? I mean, we, we, I mean, the, the lockdowns were the greatest uh, recruitment for uh, gangs ever in Tucson. That's what it seems like to me. Sadly, got nothing else better to do, and your family might have their own ins- their own their own challenges, as we like to say. Um, now, at the at, at the na- again at the top of the hour, Matt has he sent me the 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 agenda, and there's an interesting add-on to like it seems like seventy percent of the agenda items. On it's and so we got that, and we'll talk about the four lanes are the same as six lanes discussion too, which is hilarious. It's uh, Peace Corps Day. Uh, right. Happy Purim to our Jewish uh, brothers and sisters out there. Festive holiday. Unique Nabes Day. Um, isn't Purim where I get my hamatashin? I think it is. I think so. Mona, tell me if that's 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 a thing. I think it's hamatashin. That's those cool little cookies with a jelly in it. It's National Be Heard Day, and we have a Pima County board meeting coming up in just an hour or so, uh, hour, a couple hours. National Cereal Day. H-E-A-R-D, not H-E-R-D. H-E-A-R-D, thank you very much. That's another one. National Sportsman Sportsmanship Day and National Crown Roast of Pork Day. So, Matt Neely, what was your favorite cereal as a, as a child on National Cereal Day? I'll just say Apple Jacks. How about that? I like As Apple Jacks. I think Apple, we're the Apple Jacks crew right here. Thank you very much. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 1030 The Voice, local news and talk.